Welcome to another episode of the podcast and today is all about the French Alps tour which is a trip that I run with a friend of mine called Charlie and without further ado let's roll straight into the conversation we've got all the details you could need to know about taking on this tour for yourself so let's go welcome back to the podcast charlie today we are here to talk about our french alps tour bookings are now live you might have seen it on my socials uh but charlie is the guy that helps put this trip together and yeah we've got him on the podcast just to talk about a few details so you guys know what kind of trip it is and you can get an idea to see if it's somewhere you want to come and ride next year or you just want to get a bit of an insight into the tracks that we ride out there so charlie what's your name and where do you come from <laughs> hi guys my name's charlie no <laughs> yeah so charlie i am um well, I was going to say part of Willow Ski. I am part of Willow Ski, but we run ski chalets in the winter normally. Known Jay for a while, and he got in touch and said about doing some summer stuff. And I love mountain biking. That's how we met anyway. So, um, yeah, we kind of tried to put it together. And I think we've got a really good, well, in my opinion, actually, it is like a real, real good trip. All of the guests that come out absolutely love it. So, yeah, we, I do the chalet side of it. We do all the food somewhere for you to stay sort out your bikes and yeah I'm always there to help out when Jay and I like to ride with you so that's kind of where we are at the moment and I guess we're going to talk about how it all works and yeah from there yeah I mean this is our third or next year will be our third year running this trip and we've got it we've sort of ironed out all the kinks we figured out what works and it is sort of a package like no other, really. Yeah. Because good. of, I think, because of the service we offer and the locations we go to, because... Yeah, um, bike parks are, like, so yeah. good, so quiet. And it's just it's just a real nice place to be. Like, we're so high up as well. Yeah. It's just, like, it's... I guess, I don't know if you're going to compare it, but compared to Morzine, for me, I've done that. Um quite a few times even seasons with you and it's great amazing but it's just like nothing else here because it's all different different resorts different terrain um and yeah i think basically you'd be silly to miss out so <laughs> what would you say to that <laughs> um so the trip is based around six days of riding four different resorts uh do you, should we just get straight into it and start talking about the resorts themselves and the riding that's available at each well yeah definitely i guess the kind of the plan as well like we've i mean like you said we've ironed out the kinks and one of those is the plan for the week um which is down to you <laughs> Plan. all oh, right so yeah so what we do is we are based in Le plan ski resort 1800 and what we do is we do the first day and the last day in the plan and that works out well because you've got a day to sort of set get your bike set up make sure you're you're all set up ready to take on the week and the last day 
from our experience always tends to be a bit of a chilled out day where people were sort of kind of thinking about going home and they've had a good week pretty tired so they just want to bust out some sort of local laps and we also do a, a midweek the plan day too which works out well because we do we do three away days and they're pretty full on aren't they so you've they got intense. sort of like in a good get, way yeah like get up at a decent time get the bikes loaded in and head off down to these resorts and it's yeah they're pretty full-on days so the the midweek le plan day is kind of like a midweek reset where yeah, we sort of have a bit of a later brekkie and um yeah let everyone sort of yeah, yeah regroup yeah i think that's a it's a, like when we talk to the guys about it when they arrive everyone's a bit like oh okay we'll see what happens like um later in the week and again it's open like if people did want to go somewhere else it's always going to be an option but i don't think anybody's regretted that midweek day either yeah. so it's always a good shout and then also it just the plan is so quiet it's just such a good resort to get to know and i think we found it this year as well all the guys that have that midweek day they leave on the went or get back to the chalet on the wednesday and they're like oh i'm actually really looking forward to doing a bit more on the friday because i really know where i'm going now blah 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 so yeah i think it's i think it's a good move so yeah and then so the other away days they this is what sets this trip apart is it's customizable to the group so we effectively lay out so like a handful of bike parks that you can choose from and then as a group as a chalet people decide oh i think let's go here today or here tomorrow or we want to go here again and then that's kind of the freedom of this trip and yeah like we say every resort's got its own feel to it they're all different in their own ways they've all got good good bits and bad bits and blah blah but across the board they're all just quiet resorts aren't they because they're not as easily accessible as Morzine, are they? They're, you've got to go out your way a bit to get to them. But then once we lay on the transfers, it's kind of, it's all there for the taking. And then you can just enjoy like really quiet trails. Yeah. I mean, from being based in the plan for us, well, and the guests, everyone is good because when we're just, well, we're in the middle of all those resorts we go to really. So you can go one way towards Maribel. You can go the other way towards the Zarkantine. Like we're just, I think it is a good setup and you're not traveling for more than an hour. I don't think when we go down. That's just, a service. Yeah. And then we've got the option like everyone loves to do as well, which is ride down. So you can ride the full height yeah, of the mountain yeah. and then we'll pick you up at the bottom. So we've had loads of our guests doing that. And that's literally like almost the highlight. And you start yeah. the day for massive descent. Yeah. Yeah, you literally roll out from breakfast, take on like over a thousand meter descent. And then we put, yeah, and then we'll be picking the guests up at the bottom and then going off to the bike park. So yeah, it's yeah. a bad morning. So for others, like if you just, if you decide to ride down, it's not even, it's nowhere near an hour in transfer because you've already ridden. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, are you going to describe a bit of the plan to start with as yeah. we're talking about that? Or? Yeah, I think so, because a, a 
a ski town like the plan is it's not really talked about in the mountain bike world or not to be honest not really any of these bike parks are unless you're like a real enthusiast but they've all jumped onto this bandwagon of bike parks these days because the ski season's getting shorter and they've seen the success of the Port de Soleil. So now all of these ski resorts have bike parks and they're all growing, investing in them. Yeah. So a resort like the plan is so quiet because no one really knows about it. But if you know where to look, you've got potential of sort of like 2000 meters ish descent from the peak to the bottom. Yeah. And we're still learning little tracks that pop up every year. No, I just mean, we're at the moment, we just don't have the time to be searching, but it's, I don't know where you could stop because there's so much to ride. I mean, we got taken on a little trip, didn't we, by um, some of my friends out there and it was just really, really good. And Mm. just, you had no idea it was there. So there's tons and tons of it, but then you've also just got, well, what stuff off of the bike park and that mad descent like you just said. So we basically need more time, but I would, I'm nowhere, I'm not bored of the plan at all. And I like live there in the winter. So, (laughs) but they've got, they've got the main bike park set up there, haven't they? Which is all really Mm -hmm. easily accessible. And I think there's 14 trails on that bike park. And then you've got all the other valleys and areas, little clusters, and then it turns into more sort of single tracky stuff. And mm-hmm. it's all on trail forks as well. So it's, it is not impossible to access it. It's all right there for the taking. You've just got to sort of keep your eye out. And yeah, yeah. It's, all there. it's all there for the taking. But we also, on our away days, one of the favourite places is Lazark, isn't it? Lazark, everyone loves that. Yeah, it is good. It's really good. I love it as well, to be fair. Good, good fun. And that's pretty well, again, if you especially if you ride down, that's the closest, isn't it? So, yeah, just literally along the bottom of the valley, park at the base of the funicular and up you go. And then you've got a full day. The only thing I find actually that's the same in all these other resorts. The only thing that's a bit of a pain is the closing time. So you really do need to make sure that we're getting up and going. Yeah. Because the days are finished over there by like four forty-five or five. Yeah, so like last. The plan, the plan was quite late, wasn't it? I think it like, yeah, like half five-ish. Yeah, so that's definitely a key, especially in the Zark, because it's a big loop, isn't it? A big loop yeah. round. But yeah, the Zark is really good, and I mean, you should probably reference some of your videos because you've got really good videos on on the on the youtube page which like you can see everything yeah yeah lazark's i've viewed that a few times on the youtube channel that's good and we know that place fairly well now don't we it's yes i'd say it's like a quite a big size bike park but spread out around a few peaks yeah it's a bit of an it's a bit of a loop but yeah it's a loop really if you're going to ride it yeah so it's good. I mean, we went over there again and um, saw a friend. And even there, we were just off one of the main trails that is really good fun. Everyone like loops that a lot, a lot, the um, Woodstock. But we got shown another trail just off of it, which was pretty nuts as well. So this, yeah. I think that's one of the things that's key here is that 
or on all these resorts is that because they're kind of up and coming, there's still people making other tracks around the bike park. Whereas places like Morzine, like all those trails have been turned into official tracks now. So yeah. um, it's pretty cool if you're keen to explore as well. But Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's all there for the taking. But I think the way the best way to describe Lazarks would be sort of under each lift is two or three tra- like marks tracks. And then mm-hmm. you tend to join another track to traverse, like when you're ready, traverse across to the next lift. Then you've yeah. got a couple more tracks. Then you traverse around to the next one. And then by the end of the day, you end up looping back around where you started. And then you've got the descent down back into Borg San Maurice, which is like thousand meters or whatever of yeah. marked trail goodness. So it's, it's such a good track as well. People love that one, don't they? And then down at the bottom, they've now set up this bar, haven't they, at the funicular? So it's like prime at prey spot. Anything else to add about Lazarks? I mean, there's a lot you could say, but in a nutshell. Uh, just something else to look out for is the lift closing at lunch. So that's oh, good. yeah. Got to factor that into your um, loop times. But it's not that bad, and there's always restaurants and stuff, so it's good to take a chill and have something to eat or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then also planning your way back from um, up the top, um, there is a liaison that goes all the way around the back of the mountain, which isn't difficult on the kind of bikes we ride, especially if you've got a dropper. But if you've got a downhill bike where the chain's snapped, it might be a pain. So (laughs) 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 go the other way. That was a rough day, that was. Also, make sure you've got... um, tubeless or pump your tires right up because yeah you tend to get a few punctures over there sometimes yeah which wasn't that bad this year but we did have a couple didn't we had a couple yeah and a yeah. From stock. <laughs> yeah. yeah this this woodstock trail it's really fast encourages you to go fast and it and it starts off like in soil and then goes to sort of rock quite quite rocky didn't it so you take mm. a lot of pace through to the rocks and it's just like puncture yeah. alley basically if you're not tubeless <laughs> but that's probably about it other than that it's a great resort and if you go you're not going to 100 yeah and just like the ease of the funicular up and then the, the mad ride down if you don't want to do that then obviously you can jump in the funicular and then yeah a bit of apre at the bottom and it's close to home so that's always a bonus yeah yeah. It's also good because um, where the funicular is, is linked to Borg, um, San Maurice, and there's loads of good shops there for fixing your bike if something happens, which we did have a broken mech um, mm-hmm. and you had a shock problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Borg's a lovely town as well, isn't it? It's yeah. Lovely part of town. Borg. Yeah. Borg, San Maurice. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on to the next one then, where do we go from here? We say three okay. valleys. That's on the roster from for guests to choose from. It is. And it's kind of, again, one of those that, well, I suppose it's relatively unexplored from us. We've managed to get quite a lot extra in this year going over up towards Val Terrene. Yeah. But it's all start. We always start in Maribel at the moment because it's in the middle. And I don't know, I think it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying to Soph the other day, I think it's impossible to do all of the three valleys in one day. Yeah. So I feel like you start off in Maribel and you either commit to 
Maribel and Lehman Weir, which is Val Turen, or you go Maribel Courchevel and yeah. you do that. But if you can't do, you couldn't do all of the three valleys in a day. You don't. I don't. That's where, well, that's again our experience over there at the moment, I guess, because we haven't done the Courchevel side. But that's because from Maribel, it looks, it's still obviously accessible, but we yeah. don't know what it's like. Whereas we've done the other way and that's good. So, yeah. But just a massive area. Like, yeah. When yeah. we first went there, we I remember we just looked at each other like, oh my God, I can't believe this is here. And like, no one's talking about it. Uh, well, I mean, the very first week, um, when we, like the first year, the first week, we didn't even go, did we? No. Because no one knew about it and no one was sure. So we, and obviously, because like we said before, it's a discussion with the chalet. Um no one wanted to commit to going. We were keen, obviously, but no one else wanted to go, so we didn't. And then we went the second week, and we we're like, oh, wait a minute. It's actually pretty yeah. good. So now we've been every week since. Yeah. Well, they even held one of the Downhill World Cup qualifying rounds there over in Lehman Weir. Do you remember that black track in Lehman Weir we filmed on? Yes, yeah. That, yeah, just got yeah, literally like a few weeks after we did that, it hosted one of the qualifiers or like the semi-qualifiers. I can't remember exactly what they called it. But yeah, all the pros were there. That's yeah. why there was like all those kids just absolutely sending it. And we're like, how are they this good? But they were getting like pre-laps in before the race. Well, for you, it's um, like our, our levels are different anyway. So for you saying that, how are they that good? I was just like, whoa <laughs> i couldn't believe how they were hitting some of those features without even looking or just a second thought but obviously they just put loads of laps down it already yeah yeah but yeah that's it over in layman weir which is its own little cluster of white parks and uh, but, uh trails and uh again yeah you've just you've got a lot on offer there a lot on offer of and all different styles of track so from your mellow flow to your techie sort of gnarly stuff yeah and i mean maribel itself you could probably to be fair you could spend a day there just riding those tracks because it's got the split lift um, yeah so you've got one tunya one and two and you could easily just go up to the top do the top half for half a day and then do the bottom for a the other half or whatever so there's plenty on up on offer just in Maribel plus you've got Monterey um yeah. which takes you up the Salir side of the mountain um which has got even more tracks which we haven't explored yet because really we've done it once but then remember your your dad yeah. lost the old bolt for your um front axle yeah <laughs> so there's quite a lot of <laughs> stuff going on up there um which meant we couldn't really explore it but um just Maribel itself is good Mm. And down into uh, San Martin, that track's really good fun. Big descent. Yeah, that's a massive descent, isn't it? And then, um, yeah, then across and up to um, up to Lehman Weir, that track's pretty fun, and that's just a green. Yeah, yeah, no, it's brilliant. And then, and then sorry, all the enduro tracks as well. Yeah, just about to I say, actually hadn't haven't had a chance to do because we got caught out a little bit i don't really understand what happened on the map we went to go on one trail um on the way back but apparently we couldn't take our bikes up there which was odd because it's yeah i think basically they were suggesting it was an enduro track but we'd have to ride up there 
yeah yeah but then from there there was a link all the way back into San Martin like 3D tracks or something wasn't there but yeah yeah I think over there there's just so many tracks but you've got a clear divide in the downhill mark tracks and then you've also got the enduro ones so you might have like a one half thousand meter descent but it will have like 80 meters of climbing in it yeah and we, ha- and we haven't really ventured onto those yet because also you just need to make sure that where you end up the lifts are running on that particular day because not every mm. lift is open every single day so i don't know maybe they'll change that for next year because i know going from 2022 to 2023 they had opened more lifts more often. So they might scale it up again this year or in yeah. 24. So watch this space. But for now, I think they're all doing that, aren't they? Because even the plan had extra lifts open this year. So yeah, and the other other side. So yeah, but yeah, you're all right about checking that. I mean, obviously, if we're taking or going with people to other resorts, like we're going to obviously make people aware of that i mean we planned maribel this year so that we could go and ride those areas because the lifts would have been shut yeah otherwise. um so obviously we'll be obviously there on hand to say you need to look out for these things but it, it is something to think about if you go off on your own um on your own big day with a couple of mates and you, you don't want to get stuck like you said because that could uh, be a big thing yeah that's it but um oh. Maribel, what's that? In the top corner of my thing, it says recording paused. What? Mine's still recording. Good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) While we're on topic of Maribel, it's also worth noting that this is the venue where they run an up and coming race called the Enduro 2. I've never done it, but you basically race these massive probably the enduro mark tracks i'd assume in a pair so that's quite an up-and-coming race event and they base their race all around three valleys so yeah that's worth bearing in mind um what's the date of that date of that i think i don't know for sure but i believe it's either i think it's early june or mid-june i'd have to double check but yeah there'll be info on that on online but so the other cluster of tracks we visit or one of the others is the espas killy teens and val desert massive again (laughs) yeah i mean that's what's on that that little cluster i mean um well good fun what do you say (laughs) absolutely love them but it's i mean i think i was going to start with um like something so we've been to teen every time so every week we've had people staying yeah and we actually changed it up a little bit on the last week and we we normally go drive to teen and spend the time there and then we go over to val d'azer like first thing come back and then stay in teen but the second the last time we actually drove into val and did it that way and I don't know which way is better, but I think I preferred the Val bit, driving yeah. to Val first and then going over to Teen and then coming back. Yeah. Um, so there's different options to even where you start on how the day is going to go. Because I yeah. think you could possibly, if you didn't know where you were, you could get stuck 
just playing around team because mm. you've got the Palafor lift and then what's the first one we always jump on called? I've forgotten that now. Um, Tufts. Tufts, yeah. So Tufts up one side, then Palafor up the other and you could easily just keep coming back to the middle and doing that. Yeah. Um, whereas Val is a bit more spread and it takes you to the top and the valley in between both, which has even more track. So I think a Val Desert start is probably the best and yeah. it just opens you up to getting those last runs into Val as the end of your day, which is a really good finish. Yeah. Rather than just kind of rolling down something a bit rough because Teen is probably the roughest place we go to. Yeah. Yeah, take um, comments from some of the guests in 2022 where they didn't, or their least favourite tracks from the trip were the ones that are dropped back into Teen's village which is why we mixed it up a little bit. But then when we were riding the stuff into Teens Village, everyone was like, everyone loved oh, it. It's mint. I'm loving this. And we're like, oh, <laughs> right. Just, yeah, everyone's just got their own flavours, haven't they? Um, it does depend on, yeah, the style of rider because for someone who's just happy bashing a, like, blue on a bike park, um, you can do that in Teen, definitely, but you'd probably be looking more at doing the Val d'Azere runs, which are really long. Um, yeah. and just I mean the blue down into Val is one of my favourites and uh, just because of the flowiness and it's got some jumps and all that but then team yeah is rough but then loads of people are going to love it because it's that's like adds a bit of flavour to what could be a boring track so yeah I think Teen and Val Desire pretty much it's all probably almost got it all as well in its own way because yeah. you would probably say that the Zark's got it all but there's not any other options. So like the blue in that like Woodstock is a really good blue run, but there's not really many other options for another blue, if that makes sense. They're, whereas yeah. Team's got and Val have got loads of options for different bits. So it kind of depends on where you go. But yeah. I really like I really liked that day as well. The problem is I don't think I could pick because when you talk about different things, you remember different things about each place. Yeah. So it's a tricky one. But I think I think for me, starting and finishing in Val in those two places is the best way. And yeah. And you can kind of explore team. You can grab some food. I mean, we tend to grab like a supermarket lunch in team. I don't know why. I think it's because it's easy, but like yeah. that's easy. Um getting out of there is easy, as in like the lift access. So I don't know. They're just really good as well I don't yeah. I don't really have anything that bad to say no it is hard to find negatives and we're not just trying to build it up because it's where we host a trip but we host a trip here because of these reasons like they genuinely they genuinely are that good yeah um a big positive from this area which is feels a little bit different is just the length of the tracks like you're yeah. It's, teens is one of the highest ski resorts isn't it yeah teen um teen valkyrie is at 2300 i think so you're that's where the, the villagers so you go yeah from there you're already at that altitude and then you're going up to the top of the mountain and you'll say drop into a blue or there was <laughs> they have the markers don't they on the tracks so you can gauge where you are and you can also call for help if you need to you can say right i'm at marker 
60 or whatever. Whereas this particular green had 132 markers, was it? Yeah, that's the top of the Olympic chairlift from Valdezer down to back into the... Oh, obviously, that's a green and they, they do drag... That track's obviously quite mellow and they drag it out, but still, it's so long. And even it's pretty tiring. It's, I know. But even the reds and the blacks there are really long. Like it'll take you like yeah. 15, 20 minutes if you were just like constantly rolling. That'd be good as well. Yeah. Yeah. You'll do literally maybe two runs and you're like, I'm ready for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's so mean, long. The other thing we found over there was um um they've got some purple tracks yeah um, as well which are really good fun that's more like single tracky than bike parky isn't it like mm. i think they call it purple because it's in between a red and a black and there's a good couple of those up from the top of out which Pretty are gnarly. Like, if you're not like yeah they are gnarly um but they're good they're they're not like extreme like some of the blacks could be with huge drops and jumps i think that's the point i think it's almost like a black single track maybe yeah yeah um, and they're really good i remember nick took us nick from um what's it start line start line took us to, down one in team that was just like mad shingly loose rock at the start like, across a mountain and then we've done that uh like a bit of the world cup track back down into val yeah there's the other purpley one which is on the crazy rocks like they're basically um, obviously no one knows what i'm talking about but just trying to explain that there is a lot to do there. Yeah. It's actually also another one of those resorts where it's probably, it's not really a one day, or is it, if you're going to do all uh, the tracks? You could definitely do, well, yeah, like you say, you, you do one day there and it always leaves you wanting more. Yeah, definitely. Like I still haven't ridden all the tracks there. And no. like every time, every time or every year, I'm like, I really want to do that one next, next time. And I just never get around to it. Just on other stuff but i mean i probably didn't help you because the last time i rode there was on phoebe's boss nut so my confidence was low compared to this year when i went <laughs> rode my new bike so i'll probably be a better bike partner next year so we can do a bit more yeah that's it <laughs> um but then also near t- like one of the other bike parks of choice which we haven't really ventured to is latour over in italy yeah that's pretty gnarly over there right yeah so i've done that um once but i didn't actually get a ticket we on the way over we got out the truck and we did a um an enduro world cup track um from the very top of the mountain all the way down um which i think is marked also on the map um and that was really intense like proper what you'd expect for an enduro world cup track um, or Enduro World Series, and it's that was really good. Um, and we have spoken to other people that have been, um, and I think it's the kind of place you have to maybe be a bit more sensible about going to. I think it's going to be definitely advanced. Yeah. Um, which I think is why we haven't been yet, because we've spoken to riders who have been on the trip, and they're all good, but they just haven't been that comfortable with the unknown. Hmm. But, I mean, if you've got a group in that were real keen for it, we're definitely going to go. So Yeah, take it. I think it's, um, after looking at it on YouTube and stuff and what I've seen, it is intense, but lots of people want that. So yeah. it's going to be one we go to in the future, I 
guarantee, but I just mm. don't know when. Because they hosted the Enduro World Cup, didn't they? Like it's yeah, yeah. And it's fairly untapped that place like outside of that event. Like you don't really hear people talking about it. No. And it's clearly got some good tracks, but yeah, so plenty to be discovered. But obviously, it's the choice of that week's guests. Yeah, I think another thing that plays a part on that resort at the moment is probably the time. It's going to take a little bit longer to get there mm. um, than it is Tina Maribel. So you'd have to be pretty committed. And that goes the same for um, the Says, the Saysy. Um We've been told about that as well. And I haven't been, you haven't been, but that is one resort that everyone has said we should go to. But it's the commitment of the time again. So if you're listening and you're coming next year and you're ambitious, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's get up early. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just, it's hard to, justify going beyond say teens or maribel to somewhere else when you've got teens of maribel and yeah exactly it's just and there i like, almost don't need it but like you say it's there it's there if the right group was there and they wanted to take it on like yeah we're all good for it yeah because mm. i think it's, we haven't really mentioned but the transfers to these for these away days are included as part of the package like we yeah. do the transfers for the bike and riders and uh yeah it's part of the service because we've got we we offer the whole package so basically what what you do as a guest you just turn up and just kick back and enjoy the riding like we take care of all the faffy bits and all the bits that you don't want to have to think about you just want to turn up and ride your bike but yeah we've got some really good chalets as well charlie let's hear a bit about so what's on offer at the chalets yeah so i mean i think we've got probably a bit excited and just jumped in about the riding but <laughs> hopefully everyone's still here but um <laughs> yeah the, like you said the package is um well like you can't i don't if i was coming on the trip i think i'd be happy because like you said you don't have to do anything all you have to do is get up stuff some food in your face and get on your bike so it's pretty simple and we, yeah, we're based in 1800 in the plan, um, in the chalets there. You're going to get your breakfast. Um, if we're doing a, a day in the plan, you'll come back with a, with a nice, have a nice cake as well in, in the afternoon. And then um, we do your food um, for five nights of the week. So you're going to get a couple of courses. We like to do a barbecue one of the nights as well. If yeah. Good, Jay might get his projector out. Well, yeah, that's it will be outdoor movie night with the projector yeah. that's a dream it is good and then yeah i mean there's there's not really much more to describe other than you're getting a decent accommodation you've got um obviously somewhere to stay you've got somewhere to store your bike somewhere to work on your bike and you if you drive you've got somewhere to park because it's always quiet as well and then, yeah, we're going to feed you. You're going to get breakfast every day. Even if we're going out, out early, we're going to make sure you've got some food. Um, and then as part of that, like Jay said, the transfer is included. So we're going to take you to the resorts um, and point you in the right direction. Um, and then we'll get you home and get, get some nice food in your belly as well. Yeah. And yeah, I guess it's just the, my, my favourite bit obviously you're there for the riding but some of my favorite bits when we're with a big group um especially if the group don't quite know each other as well 
is like the evening at dinner when everyone's just sat around talking about their day, talking about their little stumble or talking about how their mech blew up or just whatever, just the funny stories from the day. And yeah. I think that is quite key as well to remember. Like, say you're just on your own, book it anyway. You're there for mountain biking um, and everyone's there for mountain biking. So you're always going to find someone you get on with because you've got that common interest. Yeah. Um, and then again, if you've got a big group, like cut out the faff of the self-catered because you don't want to get back from a day and start cooking or have to keep spending loads of money going out. You've already got it included with this. Yeah. So just come back, have a shower, sort your bike out, sit down for a beer and then get served your food. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's funny that anyone that's sort of come out on their own is sort of left with some new friends. It's like, it's always the way. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good ideal for groups or sort of solo riders that want to just get stuck. And just in. anyone in between as well, two or three yeah. of you, whatever, come and find another group. I mean, yeah. look at your dad as an example. He came out, like obviously he knew us, but he didn't know yeah. the group really. And now he rides them a lot whenever he yeah. can. So it's, it's a good place because that common, common ground yeah. of the bike. Yeah. It's only going to be good. Yeah. But also we, we did talk about trying to put on a cold plunge as well, didn't we? I'm very keen <laughs> to get the cold plunge going so people can get back from a day's riding. Like, just that sounds great. Face their fears in a cold plunge. Because it's all the rage now, isn't it? Cold plunge. But I think it'd be a good little addition to the chalet. It's compulsory to get in the cold plunge if you can. <laughs> they do say in France, like in the swimming pools and stuff, it's speedos only, isn't it? So you can't. You can't go in there in your boardies. You have to be wearing the speedos. Oh, no. so, yeah, we'll have the speedos on higher if you need any. We'll have some trail hub speedos ready to yeah. buy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, anything else that you'd... Is there anything else we've missed? I think we've sort of we've covered all the bases. Um, yeah, I guess um, one of the things people are going to talk about a lot, though, is getting out, but we've already spoken about that. Yeah, that's true. You're on. So, um, yeah, we've spoken about it, so you're probably going to hear about it. But just one thing, if you are considering it, yeah, have a chat with Jay um, or me and just kind of weigh up your options. But um, there's lots of different ways to get out and we can make or help each way work. That's probably the simplest thing to say at the moment. We will be doing a a transfer, one transfer for each group, and that will be like an additional cost. But we try and pull everyone together and make it as cheap as possible for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to fly in, there's options there for you. Uh, Geneva airport is your one for that. But yeah, like you say, we've done a podcast about getting out to the Alps. So have a listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the dates next year's dates, we are looking at off the top of my head, 27th of July to the 3rd of August. Third mm-hmm. uh, to the tenth of August, so it'll be two weeks, and yeah, book onto either of those or both if you're really keen. Yeah, and um, come on, yeah, John, come out and <laughs> enjoy some summer Alps action. It's worth yeah. probably talking about stuff that isn't included, just so people are like really squared up with where they stand. I think yeah. straight away, it's worth noting that lun- we don't include lunches. So if we're eating out on the mountain or something like that, 
the, it's down to the guests themselves to make a packed lunch, go to the supermarket or have a restaurant lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, tran- airport transfers aren't included. Like I said, we can help you out with that. Yeah, all the flights. <laughs> flights, yeah. Yeah, you have to <laughs> into France and then we can look after you from there. Um, and then also lift passes. Yes. That'll be something that we purchase on the day, each day, obviously, because each week will vary depending on where everyone wants to ride that week. But we get into resort and then we go and get your lift passes, which all vary in cost. But they're not expensive. So that's one thing to note as well. Yeah. They're actually all really well priced. So mm. I think the most, to think about. the most expensive one off the top of my head was Lazark, and that was 26 euros for the day. Yeah, which is nuts. Yeah. Uh, I think so the sort of teens and Valdez Air was like 18 euros. Yeah, something like that. And, and then Maribel was like 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. Maribel was about 22, I think, euros. And then the plan itself, 19 euros so i think all in all doing some quick maths you're looking at around sort of 150 to 200 euros for lift passes and then so you're going to want a bit of spending money as well so yeah um all the other details for this trip are going to be on my website so i'll put that in the first link in the description here or just fire me a message or charlie on the socials charlie anyone wants a ski trip they might want to reach out yeah. i wasn't even considering that no i just thought about it then I thought nice I work well what about you you coming back what coming skiing yeah yeah i'd love to yeah Good. definitely well i mean yeah. can't commit to a date yet but i'm well up for it <laughs> yeah no if um yeah if you fancy a ski trip just get in touch um again you can do that through jay or just go on to probably our instagram it's just will i ski um yeah we're based in the plan run five chalets out of there in the winter as well and i do include transfers catered chalets um and all the help you're going to need with a ski holiday really so yeah get in touch and even consider that so cheers boy yeah no you're welcome um but yeah any final words charlie um i don't know it's probably going to be really cheesy but i just think like get out of the morzine hype and find somewhere different and we can definitely take you somewhere different so give it a go yeah i did i do like i don't like bagging on morzine because it seems a bit sort of pitchy and salesy and i genuinely do love morzine yeah so do i i love it it's great but this is this is a bit different for better or for worse in some people's eyes but it is it's a different style of trip and it's yeah it's it's brilliant yeah it's probably um, like a little more in my opinion a little bit more exciting because especially if you haven't been to these places before or even if you have and you're going back like it's just something fresh each day yeah so yeah i mean you are right shouldn't be morzine bashing because it is brilliant but if you've done it like try something else because it's definitely worth it yeah it's i think the best comparison to say also is the just how quiet the lifts are for like if you compare it to like some morzine a lot of the places you'll literally roll in off the track straight onto a lift and then back up like <laughs> there's no queuing like you'd be so unlucky to see a queue like it's 
then that is a massive bonus. Like it's, there's no feelings of a theme park there. It's literally no. just like, you feel like you've got your own private bike park. Don't you? It, well, it's even on the trails. Like there's no hassle in front or behind. Yeah. It's literally you and your mates. And it does, it's like, um, I always kind of compare it a bit to when I ride a motorbike, like when I'm just like on the road or whatever. It's just, you get into this funny zone where you're just not thinking about anything else. And when you're there or in these resorts, because it is so quiet, you're not thinking about anybody else because they're not there. So you're just riding with your mates and there's no better feeling than when you're ragging down with your mates and you don't have to stop or move out the way. Or like you said, cute, you just get on the lift and then go again. It's good. I really like it. Wish I had more time to do it a bit more. Well, that's it, yeah. But our trip will have to do for us for a for a year. So I know. It's no, it's good. But um yeah, anyone that wants to get involved in this or ask any questions, like you don't if even if you're not joining us for the trip, you just want to ask some questions, fire away, happy to help. And yeah, maybe see you out there for the Alps next summer. Um, yeah. Looking cheers, Charlie Boy. You. Cheers, boy. Um catch up soon. Yeah, man. See you in a bit. Ciao. All right. So if you like what you've just listened to or you have any further questions, I'll leave my email address below and that'll be the first link. So you can just hit that and just fire any questions at me, whether you're planning to stay with us or not. Like I said, we're happy to help you out. And uh, yeah, give me a shout if you have any questions. Over and out. See you for another potty soon.